Welcome, welcome. Thanks everybody for hopping on. We're waiting for a couple people uh, to join. Mr. Fizz is here. Uh, great topic he wanted to touch on. So, no, thanks, sir. Hey, Nods. Hey, what's up? Yeah, I'll be out next few minutes, uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, I know. I feel like we've been on spaces all day today. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like hopping from one to the next. Literally. Yeah, so we're just, uh, like I said, it just I just kicked it off a few minutes early, let the people get in, and then we'll kind of hop into the topic. Um, Mr. Fizz had a you know a great idea. He wanted to talk about, obviously, with some of the, the action, the price action we've been seeing, um, you know, tr trading counter trend. You know, we clearly... clearly when you look back, it's it was a once once the uh, spy bounced, it was a clear trend up the rest of the day. After that, no looking back. So, hoping people uh, weren't trying to fade it too much. Um, yeah, I'll be ready in like five seconds. I'm just like setting up a couple yeah, things. Yeah. I, I got my yeah, post okay. post uh, workday beer post ready and now. shit. So nice there. Yeah, decompressing. Hey, hey, yeah, it's a uh, it's a uh, well deserved. You know what I mean? No, uh, uh, those are the best ones for real when you work for it. So yeah. Oh yeah. I'll be ready in like a couple minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. take your time. We're just, we're letting people get in here. Um, I know it was, uh, uh, had a lot of people that had the reminder set, so we'll see. We'll just let them come in, and then um, we'll hop into it in a few. But yeah, just if you're tuning in right now, thank you for joining. Um, you know, obviously we we host these every Thursday, uh, just educational spaces, um, talking about you know, uh, either how how we trade certain things, um, you know, talk about psychology of trading. Um, this is is one. Um, you know, Mr. Fizz that he suggested it, it's a topic he wanted to get into was this trading counter trend. Um, you know, basically if if there's a trend day, you're you're trying to play the opposite of it. Um, and I guess you know, obviously there's there are ways you can do it successfully, and there are ways where it will not work out. So it's just you know, we'll kind of I'll share some of my experiences um, trying to counter trend, <laughs> trading counter trend where it has not worked <laughs> and they're not fun. So I, I actually have like some notes in front of me when to make sure I don't do that. So to try and recognize when, when it's, um, when I'm starting to do that and try to catch myself before, you know, obviously it, it, it leads to a bigger loss than I need. So, but yeah, we'll give it a few minutes. Um, Nas is in here for a little bit. And then, uh, once, you know, uh, we get a couple more people in, we'll get started. Yeah, and pardon if I sound a little nasally. I'm, I feel like I'm starting to get um, my my middle child is sick, so I feel like I'm getting a little bit of a cold now. Um, but yeah, it's it's that that season out here. Well, hopefully, I don't sound too bad.
I see Donnie in here, Squilliam. Yeah, everybody always, you know, everybody that supports me, I love it. You guys are awesome. Awesome. Miss May is always in all of you, man. She's great. Aristotle, of course. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Yeah, so just to recap again, yeah, if you're tuning in, if you're just tuning in, um, obviously we could kind of touch on a little bit of what happened in the market today. Uh, but the main topic we're going to be discussing is, um, uh, you know, trading counter trend, uh, do's and don'ts. You know, obviously we'll, we'll share some experiences on on when uh, to try and avoid it and obviously uh, when it could be, you know, potentially rewarding. Uh, the risk reward can be there uh, if you set it up right. So. Yeah, I'm straight. Um, I'm just like chilling here at the training station. Yes, sir. Yeah, no, today was actually a dope day, though. Um, it pretty much played out how I thought it, we would play out. I just waited for that morning 10 minute range. And then uh, I did what I've been doing recently is if we're going to sell off the open, I'll uh, set up by downside fibs and then watch those downside levels. And then on the 10 minute, um, we had broken below my like EMA clouds. So, but what I noticed was um, on our way to 400 before we made that higher low where we bounced um, and had that little shelf on the VPs before we got to that level, I was actually, um, I realized that we hadn't fully reached my downside extensions on the fibs in the morning. So I, I pretty much realized that we were going to snap back rally over a certain, uh, over a certain level. Uh, for me, I think I tweeted it. It was around uh, four hundred one eighty. Then we just got a nice. Uh... Yeah, I think I think yeah, you mentioned that four hundred one eighty um a couple times um uh, on the spaces as yeah, well. Yeah, and then we right? just printed so, that the level you're watching. Yeah, we printed that inverse head and shoulders right off off there. Then off the neckline yeah. retest, and then pretty much held that point two three six at high from swing high or from swing low to swing high, and then yeah, we got a really fun clothes yeah so like today i guess as far as an example of you know counter counter trend uh, initially obviously we got the um the move down right so it, it looked like it was going to be a kind of a downtrending day um <clears throat> what uh you know aside from your fib levels what else do you look for um when you think it's it's time to flip the trend or tr you know if it, if it looked like it was trending trending down for the day um and and it kind of flipped. What what are some suggestions or tips you would you want to look for um, if you're charting or you know what I mean as far as signs you think it's gonna flip? Um, yeah, for me, I, I generally like I'm looking at the longer time frame setups, so I look do top down analysis. So if I'm doing a counter trend trade, what I did especially today was 
Um, I was watching the 65-minute chart. Um, I don't use the 60-minute chart. 65-minute kind of just divides the day up evenly into even time periods uh, for the whole uh, cash session. But on the 65-minute, um, I was pretty much just watching the CCI indicator, and then I was just watching this post those uh, higher lows on momentum. And then once we got the confirmation there, I was looking on, like, the 30-minute, and then once I saw confirmation on the 30-minute and then uh, scooping up those lows, um, I knew that over, pretty much over uh, 4.0317, we were going to see a nice little move to the upside. So I was just waiting for price to kind of stabilize and get to that level. If we look at the 30-minute chart, that opening candle, that's pretty much uh, right where we opened. So, um, yeah, everything was pretty much in order. But um, as far as finding setups, for me, I like to see those shorter time frame. Like, I, I want to see us holding, like, longer time frame fibs, like the fib levels I'm looking at, the longer time frame. Or even if you don't use fibs, just any levels you're looking at, longer time frame. And then as you approach into those levels, you're looking for um, bullish divergence. So for me, I was looking for bullish divergence at the lows. Um, I think if you're in the Discord, um, you could probably find the post in um, Analyst Floor this morning when I was already like, "Oh, we're we're gonna bounce." Yeah, because I I was I was watching um I was watching when you were when you were calling out um the uh, that four hundred one eighty yeah that's literally uh, for if spy you, if you go to was... the Discord I think that's the literally it's either a five or ten minute chart literally when we bounce off four hundred that level exactly um I had. I had pretty much call, already called out the bullish divergence, and then we just grinded up. That yeah, path. I, I mean, obviously, in in hindsight, looking at the fifteen, it like it's right around where the um the nine uh, crossed above the uh the twenty one on the fifteen minute. I have extended on. Yeah. Um, and you just see you see all those wicks, you know, no follow through to the to the downside, and the the uh, uh that's kind of you know where it was kind of consolidating before it kind of launched. Yeah, I was pretty much looking. So we hadn't made, I had entered calls before we ever made a higher low because I was playing that momentum move that I was looking for on the longer time frames. But on the shorter time frames, pretty much I was just waiting for us to get the EMA cross. And that's why I use. Um, like, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. You, that's where you have the clouds. You're, you're watching yeah, the clouds. So, I was watching, waiting for price to reclaim the nine. That was like, okay, that that this um, fade trade is good if we reclaim the nine. And we saw a nice little spike move to like uh, 402.80. But for me, the big thing was um, I got my EMA cross on the uh, 15 minute and uh, pretty much on the 10 minute too. Um, I got that yeah. EMA cross pretty much at um, 12 o'clock, literally right out of lunch time new york so uh, once i got that we just pretty much held the clouds made that uh inverted right shoulder and then we just held the cloud pretty much until close and then pushed highs into close but yeah it was pretty uh systematic a systematic long setup for me and then yeah i got my level for tomorrow too and then pretty much the levels i had earlier this week are out like are pretty much valid yeah, what, as well what, what, so i don't really have to look what much. would your advice be for like if somebody was trying to fade this move up, like, cause I know there were, there were some mix, you know, I, I know like the pattern traders, um, they were maybe looking at potentially, you know, if it was starting to form like, like a, any kind of bear flag or something, um, you know, what are things you people, you know, can look for to avoid, let's say trying to fade, uh, you know, it, cause it, essentially once it bottomed at that 418 level, I, you know, I see a double bottom there. Uh, it tried to to go one more time towards there, <laughs> and it couldn't it couldn't break any lower. Um, and essentially, the trend kind of flipped. You know, it it was uptrending the rest of the day. Um, 
I guess, what would be your advice for those that, you know, like, because they were maybe had a bias uh, going into the day after such the large, you know, the quick move yeah. down, um, thinking, thinking, you know, hey, you know, is this, is this an actual reversal or is this just a retrace, to, you know, to go short yeah. again? Um, you know, cause I'm sure I, I've, I've caught, I've caught that bias before and it's not fun when you, when you try to, you know, you're trying to trade a, uh, you know, like a, 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 a flag or like a, a, what you think is a bear flag and it breaks up, for example, or, um, you know, you think it's going to double top and all it is, is just consolidating for the next move up. Yeah. I mean, for me, I guess the big thing would be like, um, I would say probably just watching your momentum oscillators. I think the big thing is like, if you look at the RSI on the five minute today, I don't trade the RSI. I use like other momentum indicators, which pretty much signals the reversal at lows, like and confirmed it uh, before RSI did confirm it for most people. But if you look like we never like intraday posted like a lower high on RSI after we bottomed, it was just like steady move up. Um, if you look at it on the five minute. And then if I yeah. go to like the 15, I bet it's like the same thing where you don't get um, that confirmation. Yeah. So you get uh, instead pretty much over half the session you have, um, you made a lower low, um, didn't go into oversold, but then it was just posting higher lows uh, continually um, until we got that break pretty much end of day into that uh, overbought ter territory. Um, I would also say, if you're trying to like fade a certain move, I think the biggest thing is really understanding where the market is for me, for us today, especially in the discord, those of us that banked that even though I called that bullish divergence on spy, like it didn't t like, and that had inverse head and shoulders. None of that played out until the main thing I was looking at played out, which was Apple. And I was just watching Apple and until Apple, it, um, it took until Apple cross VWAP for us to even get any sort of bullish impulse and continuation. Um, yeah, it was kind of a, like a like a like a funky uh, inverted head and shoulders. Um. No, yeah, versus like Spy had already had that set up pretty much way better earlier on in the day, um, which is something that I I've also been like really big about, which is like I watch um, Spy Q Q Q Spy Q Q Q, but I also watch Apple Microsoft, and I'll probably like depending on the day I, I usually stick yeah, to the, yeah, the weights like, right two, the um between Apple and Microsoft yeah you look at the the major weights of the uh, of those indexes just to you know obviously if if they're the, they're the larger weight you want to see what they're doing right <laughs> no yeah so that yeah I mean that's pretty much how I got the signal that we were gonna uh, catch a bid um on that inverse head and shoulders on spy it was just I I was watching it play out and then I was waiting for the roll reversal on that neckline breakout and then. Once I was saw that neckline breakout coming together, and then I saw Apple getting over VWAP, it was just like straight, just green. And then on the 10 minute, 15 minute, you just hold the EMA cloud until close. Uh, I literally wasn't even looking at price. I was just like, I, I know I'm good. It was like after a certain yeah, period yeah, yeah. of time, I was just like, okay, I'm good. I'm just riding the EMAs. Yeah, looking looking on the chart, I mean, obviously, if they're just focusing on candle, maybe not not always on volume. Um, obviously some may like, if you look at the 30 minute on spy, for example, on that move up, you know, potentially, um, they could be looking at it as a, like as a rising wedge in a way. So that's why, you know, I've, I've gotten caught up where I, I thought I was looking at, you know, in, in a lower time frame, what may have been a rising wedge, you know, or, you know the volume wasn't, wasn't as, as, um, uh, as high, it was decreasing volume on a, on a move up or a slow move up. And then, 
you know, you never get that breakdown. It just continues, you know, and like uh, Caleb, he's not in here, but uh, we, we joke, like, even in the Discord, we'll joke about it uh, with uh, Justin. Um, we, we call it like in, an infinite rising wedge because, you know, some people think, hey, there's no way it's going to keep going up. It has to pull back at some point, right? Um, and I've gotten caught in that mindset where, you know, like, hey, it can't just keep going. Like, you know, you try to, you can't time the top. Um, so that's that's where count, counter trend training does not work when you you know you're trying to call the top or you there's no swing high or you get in too early before a swing high an actual swing high forms and then it keeps going up on you and you know it's like it stops you out and then if you you know there are times where you think okay well it's going to my next level maybe I'll just average you know into that that next resistance and then it keeps going up it breaks it and you stops you out again and those are those are the uh, the, the pitfalls, you know, when, when trying to do counter trend trading, because it's like, uh, you get caught up in that trap. Yeah. And I think also another big thing I look for is like, where do I see the liquidity? So like, say for instance, like Microsoft today, even though it had that crazy relative strength, I had it on my watch list and I was already saying like, Oh, I'm watching, uh, the, pretty much the day the session before earnings i'm watching that low of day uh, and pretty much the vwap um on my 15 minute uh vps was pretty much right at that level and then i was saying that uh, like yesterday i was like oh if microsoft catches the bid and comes back up into that into that level and sellers don't defend that uh roll reversal down you're gonna see a nice move up and what do we get today we got a solid move up uh, push that uh, 245 or from pretty much, to, yeah, 242 all the way to 247 and change um, here in after hours. And just like same thing, uh, had that inverse head and shoulders was way stronger. Actually, Microsoft was the one that really signaled to me that we were going to see that move up because um, relative to like Apple, that uh, that right shoulder is just a little higher, whereas um, on Apple, it's uh, you see it's like a little lower, closer to the lows. Um, but Especially using Fibonacci, I think the big thing for me has been like um, when I run my Fib retracements, uh, I'll run it. Uh, I'll run it bullish, so um, I have the 100 ratio at the like in the opening range. I'll run it bullish, so the 100 ratio is at the bottom, zero is at the top, and therefore it gives me my downside extensions. And that's how I was really able to see today. Like, okay, sellers don't have the strength to get to their like for the first level that I would definitely want to see them take profit was which was slightly under 400 after that and then we got those clean higher lows on on the 15 minute like in that 400 region i was i was ready to go i just kind of saw the ema i, I saw momentum ahead of price and then i just went for it yeah it was, it was a great call man i just was like i just was watching it i'm like no way this isn't gonna you know it's it's not fading. It could not break underneath. It it was kind of um I think I think um uh, knots for ES he called out some levels that we were watching as well and like they held and then we had a we had a target above that we had actually talked about before the market opened. Um where I would say, you know, we were looking at like, hey, if it breaks over, I was looking at forty fifty four, he was looking at I believe forty sixty three was his his main level. Um uh, you know, to to try and head towards if it, if it could get to it. And I think um on the weekly, I had a 4074 level mark, and it, I think what ES hit tagged it. It, it tagged 4077 was the high of day, uh, I believe, for ES. And like, I wasn't anticipating it to run up. Like, I, I actually didn't pay as much attention in the last hour because I was kind of busy. But when I pulled the chart up, I'm like, wow, it actually it ran all the way up. I was like, I was not 
anticipating it to hit it like today. I was thinking end of the week target potentially, but it it tapped it already. You know, today I just it was a pretty impressive move. Yeah, for, for me, uh, spy. Yeah, I feel like the big thing too is like when I'm trying to like fade the direction the market's going in. I'm thinking about like the psychology and how people are going to respond. So I was. Um, kind of thinking in that response of like, oh, if SPY holds 400, we've had so many rejections, 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 pretty much like all week trying to get through that range. If we get that first roll reversal, you know, bulls are looking for that continuation to say there might be some legs here. And that doesn't mean like, oh, that's going to be the case like for the rest of the week. Or Every time. For the yeah. rest of the month. But like on those longer time frames, I was just looking, it was just like the perfect four hour roll reversal on that um, trend line that everyone's been watching. And the thing is, a lot of people will have that ran on the wicks. For me, like if I look at my US 500 or US 100, which is like why I, um, I'm like really strong about sticking to my levels and like what I'm watching is I saw the role reversal happening on the four hour pretty much yesterday when we had that big dip and got bought back all, all the way up. Like that was the start of us holding the trend line. And even though most people are looking at that trend line off of highs, my trend line I have is from, if you look at um, pretty much late November or uh, October um, on the S&P, October, I have like a bullish order block around October 28th, 2021. And then I just uh, trace it pretty much um, along the, uh, the highs. So I have there to like um, where we try to bottom out around... Um, what was it, February last year, and then um, another trend line pretty much to, where is this, pretty much September of last year. So I have, like, a trend line that isn't the trend line everyone else is watching, and I'm looking for a role reversal there, so that gave me the confidence where I was like, okay, like, I see that we're pushing supply, but if we get some role reversals here, like, I'm going to be in early on a move for upside when most people are watching slightly above for the confirmation. So um, I think that's a big thing, too, is just like finding whatever edge you can to get um, in early and then catch that momentum with you. Because if you don't catch the momentum, then like say we just run into supply and you're like swinging calls or you try to take, catch calls and it doesn't work, like this is going to be a harsh sell and uh, hard to bounce back yeah. from a position like that if you're trying to fade the trend as well. Yeah, there were. I mean, there were some opportunities to potentially fade it. Um, I, I mean, obviously these would have been scalps because if you if you tried to trade it, um, thinking it was going to retest, you know, um, like a previous swing low, like there was as you as soon as the candles on the larger time frames, you you see the wicks start to form, um, and like you mentioned, you start seeing higher lows forming. That should you know like be an indicator like you you cannot fade it yet. Um, until you break below and i and i was watching you know like you mentioned the emas um i try not to you know like some of the like my my trend um you know like indicators for uh you know if it's if i think it's it's trending bearish or trending bullish i i try not to to hit puts um or short a, a position if it's if it's sitting above you know the nines above the 21 and the prices above it um obviously you know like you're 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 trending up at that point and any any uh potential double top or or uh rejection off a, of a resistance in the short term you can potentially scalp but you know obviously you're gonna have to set those stops pretty tight because it it can uh if you try to hold on to it too long you step away you know it, it could reverse on you really quickly so like yeah you, 
it's possible, but obviously, you know, it's not recommended to try and like you're trying you're trying to guess the top is actually at that point. So, um, you know, it's it's a hard thing to do. You know, obviously, um, you know, you gotta you gotta find, um, you know, some confirmation before you you start considering short. Um, and if if you do happen to catch a quick scalp, just know that you're gonna have like you set your first price target scale almost pretty quickly. And if you happen to hit that second target, you know, or third target, however, you know, whatever your, your, your prices, uh, the levels you have set for the downside, um, you know, I would start scaling pretty quickly because, because anything towards the nine, it seemed like once it got above, it was bouncing every time. Cause that's, that's another thing, you know, uh, we talk about, um, the, the nine is pretty helpful in that sense, or just EMAs, depending on which one you use. Um, you, you tend to see if you if you look at it uh, once it set that trend up, watch how many times it wicked either towards the nine or maybe got slightly underneath it and then look at the uh, how it got bought up and the reaction on the next candle or on that same candle. So everything you know should have been telling you like there's no downside follow through at that point. So yeah, no, that was a great call out today when you were talking about it because I it's funny like I actually. I took, I only had one call play early, and then I, I think I, 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 I did mostly puts, and I actually didn't catch the whole move you called out because I was actually had it cut out early. Um, I was paying attention to it, but I wasn't able to take action on it, so I, I missed like almost the whole move up, <laughs> in that sense because I was actually done trading. <laughs> I had already hit like I think I was like nine or ten percent before like we hit the bottom, and then. I w I didn't have uh, positions on the upside. I was like, ah. Yeah. So. I mean, for me, also another thing that helped was that 200 moving average. Um, we were so I use like multi time frame analysis, which is dope. So on Trend Spider, I'll I'll have the 10 minute e EMAs in my EMA cloud, but I'll also turn on the multi time frame analysis and then have the longer time frame EMAs. So the whole time we were there, I'm just like, we're trading over the long time EMAs. As long as we these dips keep getting back over the nine and over my short term EMAs, like I'm, I'm good. I'm chilling. Oh, so on your on Transpider, you, you have a like like let's say you're looking on a, a ten minute chart, so you could put a, an EMA from a larger time frame overlay it. Um, yeah, no, exactly. So my oh. um five thirteen on the ten minute is like a solid color, and then my five thirteen um for the other time frame is like a dotted line so i get a, i have oh, i have two dope. clouds yeah, i have the cool. yeah the cloud on the short time frame and the long time frame so we were trading over that pretty much from the open we came down tapped the 400 but that 400 was literally the 5 ema on the daily or on the um what time frame yeah on the daily so i was just like oh we're good like holding this on the daily the five yeah. on the daily like that's good that's pretty bullish and then um i was i, I look at some other things you know like ichimoku cloud and stuff like that and relative to the cloud, like uh, spy is actually above the cloud, um, where which is typically where you don't want to take short trades. You want to take short trades um, under the cloud or move into the cloud. So, um, yeah, I was just playing that daily candle and the momentum. Even though the volume hasn't come back yet, I think um, in this region, as we try to establish this role reversal that we had today, um, you might actually see the volume come through. Yeah, the uh, the daily on spy, man, it's it's a nice hammer. And I know that like everybody has that trend line they're talking about. If depending on where you draw it, I think I have I have it drawn, but it was I I used the wicks in mine. Um and it like I'm looking on the daily that 400 once it tapped, that was the trend line like retest and then it just shot straight back up and hammered for the day. 
No, yeah, that's the thing. You gotta. So, like, when I was fading, I was looking for that exactly. I was looking for the confirmation on the long time frame where everyone's looking for, oh, where can I get 200% puts or whatever quickly? I'm looking, okay, I see momentum actually posting higher lows in the long, longer time frame. I'm in long um, and taking those, that, that is an opportunity for an entry. And then it was under the 200 EMA on the five, I think, or 10 minute. Yeah, this morning when it tapped 400, and I was just like, bounce and hold hold that 200, I'm good. Like, my calls are good. And then I have the level on the opening range fit where I need the sellers to, like, essentially block. And the second they didn't do that, it was just a little grind the rest of the day. And I knew my calls were good. Because I was like... Yeah, I think I think you, I think you even posted that. You're like, hey, you know, once if this 401, 80, hold, slow grind up. And then, sure enough, you know, like, that's the area. It kind of consolidated there for, like, maybe, what, almost, like, about it an hour and a little bit like maybe an hour an hour and a half just kind of hanging out in that area um just between like 40 like mid 402s and and just slightly under you know 40150 around there and um yeah that's i think um that's around the time the uh the the EMAs crossed on the 15 up um yeah and it it literally like held it just could not get any lower cuz i think that's that's an area i was looking at at a potential short i didn't take it because i I was noticing that the wicks were um I think I, I, I posted that in on the 30 minute there were just dojis. Um two consecutive ones. And then the next candle up broke and it went up. And I and I was like, yeah, I, I could I was kind of contemplating, you know, potential short, but because it wasn't it had no follow through on the downside. And then even on the 30 minute, like it could not even it couldn't even uh breach the nine on the uh on the 30 minute chart. So I was like, oh yeah, this I don't I don't know if it's gonna have any downside on, on this because it was only, the only reason why I was considering downside, um, it was in a zone that I have marked, um, one of Caleb's zones he has marked it, and it was uh on on my spy chart I had a a price level I had marked that I was seeing if it would break above, um, I had four hundred two ninety three, and once it once on the thirty minute that was a, a like a, a shorter term swing high once it broke that I was like oh yeah this isn't going down. Yeah, because once it broke that, I was like, yeah, this Fizz is, he's pretty much on it. Yeah, no, I was watching that 786 off the morning range. And then, yeah, once, um, yeah, once I saw the sellers not able to break that down, I was like, I'm good. I'm good. And then it just literally rode the EMAs. And then on the daily, like the CCI is where I wanted to be. RSI is not too hot. And you got positive momentum. Like, we've had uh, upward yeah. momentum for a while. Like, um, let's see, where's uh, when did it finally cross? Pretty much from the lows. Like, when that swing low at 380, like, we, th this is the first time we're like really positive, but momentum started moving there. Um, but yeah, it has the characteristics so far of a bear market rally. Um, right now, what I would be looking for is like, I would probably be watching tech biotech and um, tra transportation. So like airlines and stuff. And um, I would want to see like buyers there. I would want to see people coming risk on even like semiconductors. Yeah, you want, you want other, other sectors. Yeah. yeah like want, the semiconductors the sectors to participate. Yeah. Like AMD has been struggling. I got on the point of control on the daily or under the point of control on the daily. And then plus like this after hours, just the sell. So, you, uh, there's some more factors to actually like really be bullish, but as far as like the levels and the technicals, like uh, like I prefer to just play the momentum. And now I have this like beautiful. Yeah, I think I think semis, 
Intel had earnings, right? I think um, today. So maybe that's, um, I do see Intel down. So maybe that's yeah. why the, the semis are kind of getting hit after hours here. I guess. Yeah, they're like NVIDIA. Yeah, like I'd be curious if we see something yeah. similar to Microsoft where the, it rallies off the lows. Um, off the right, right, rush right. Too. Yeah, it kind of, I mean, a couple of people mentioned it feels like, you know, when, when we get these, like like you said, the, the trend's been bullish. Um for the daily and the weekly, you know, there are, everything's kind of trending green. Um, you know, if you're looking at larger time frames, you know, obviously opening month we're green for the month to start the year. Um, on on ES buy, et cetera, like we're still, it's still inside of the the, the December range because December was a pretty wide range. Um, so that's the only thing I'd be watching for to see if we could finally break above that, uh, the highs from from December. Is kind of what I'd be kind of interested if if we could either test towards it. Um, I did share or post a, a ES uh, weekly. Um, obviously, like we talked about the levels for for ES, you know, and if this is a sustained uptrend, um, obviously you can find opportunities to to scalp, you know, um, like a retrace. But you just have to be aware that what was previous resistance, if it flipped to support, that's the area you're more likely going to, you know, expect the bounce. So if you were in a short, um, expect to get out around those, uh, previous resistance turn support areas, um, you know, or, you know, use those as opportunities. If you, if you think the, uh, continuation for this move up is going to keep going, um, use those as opportunities for dip buys. Cause I think, I think ES, if, you know, there is some data coming out tomorrow, um, obviously the rest of the earnings, we'll see how it goes. But, uh, if this move is sustained, um, for ES, I'm looking, you know, it, the, that magnet are those nice round numbers, right? So we're looking at it hit 4077 high today. We'll see how, you know, it holds uh, for the rest of the week to see if it can maintain that weekly high. Because um, it, it did hit over the 4074, which was a previous weekly low. I'm sorry, which was a previous weekly high that I was had a had a price level to see if it could if it could retest, which it just did yesterday. Or I'm sorry, uh, which it tested today. And um, the next target I would be looking at above that is is around the 4100. Um, but like I said, it all kind of depends on how the market goes. So, I mean, that's why you know, like these these uh, counter trend trades, they they can work if you're looking to try and catch a rejection. But you know, it's kind of it's scary in the sense that you're trying to call the top. Yeah, not for real. Um... Yeah, no, for me, I agree that 4,100, um, you're talking about ES, right? Yeah, for ES, yep. Yeah, no, I can see something similar. And then are there any tickers you're looking at personally besides? Uh, I, yeah, just... I'm pr primarily SPY. Like I, the three I primarily chart are SPY um, and, of course, you know, ES and then I'll trade SPXO. But I'll, I'll use my, my SPY and ES uh, charting to trade SPX. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I do I do have a lot a, a large list of tickers that I keep an eye on. Like you mentioned, I, I'll watch Apple. Um, I'll look at Microsoft. I have the semis on there. Um, Meta, of course, Google, uh, Amazon. Um, you know, I'll keep I'll keep an eye on the big names. Just it, but I use it more in the sense like I don't I don't trade those frequently. It's more of like I, I'll I'll see how they affect the indexes and see you know what kind of reaction we get uh, either off the economic data or how the earnings are going. So. But yeah, I mean, um, I think if uh, if anybody has any questions or want to share maybe any, uh, you know, like any issues they had with with maybe they were trying to the direction uh, you're maybe confused or had issues with the with the uh, 
the direction of the market today, whatever you were trading, you know, uh, let us know. We'll see if you could bring you up and, you know, maybe talk it out and figure out what, what might have happened. Yeah, let's see KT in here, see if he wants to talk. Yeah, so like I said, if anybody if anybody's just tuning in, if you guys want to um, have any questions or maybe want to share an experience you had, you know, trying to trade uh, against the trend and how that went, <laughs> feel free to put a speaker request in. We'll bring you up. There you go. Hey Hector, what's going on? Man? Hey, Hector, what's up, man? You had a, a question or you want to share something? Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, fibs, man. I, I, I know I've been, I've been tweeting you, bro, but you're a freaking wizard. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Um, but no, the, the, the trends, man, uh, I don't know. I, I just I watch my levels and, and, you know, even when it's going the opposite way, once I get confirmation, you know, I just I go the opposite way or, or you know, intraday. I just look at my levels, right, and like support and resistance. But I've learned a shit ton from from Fibs, and you know I'm I'm forever grateful for for, for both of y'all, both of y'all. But you know, Fib, hey man, man but thank Fibs, you. man, you, God, I tell my wife about you all the time. She don't know what the hell I'm talking about, but she's like, oh, he sounds cool. <laughs> uh, he is, well, man. I, I, he's the most chill person, but he's been a savage on spaces and calling these trends out. I told, I told my wife, I think he's chill because he's vegan. I think that's what it is, man. <laughs> I think that's what it is. I think I need to go. I, mean, I think I need to go vegan, man, because I lose my shit too easy. Man, nah, he he's he's gonna fade that with the steak right now. He's gonna go grab no, a steak. Exactly, right yeah. <laughs> Eat some bulls up right quick. He's he's fading. He's he's eating some steak right now. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I appreciate you guys, man. I've I've had a the best month ever. Like I just started day trading, uh, and uh, I, I made sixteen hundred bucks this month so far. So I'm happy. Oh I'm, wow, man! Heck yeah, dude, dude! I'm I'm so psyched. I think I'm thinking about taking tomorrow off. Just taking the rest of the month off because my goal was eight hundred, and I I'm good. So I, I'm thinking about this. Oh yeah, you two X that, bro. Yeah, I think I'm just chilling. Yeah, man. That's, that's what you want. Yeah. Those, those Fridays, you that the Fridays are optional, man. You start your weekend early. For real, yeah. But all right, you guys. Well, thank you. I'm about to have a softball game. Uh, I'll tune in to y'all's next educational spaces y'all got. Yeah, man. I appreciate the support. Thank you for yeah, hopping see on. See you later. I oh, know. Yeah, I'm definitely making a withdrawal tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I determined that at close. I was like, I'm withdrawing money tomorrow. <laughs> hey, you got to treat yourself. Yeah. Well, it's also NFT. just part of the management. Like, if I make a certain percentage, like, I, I might as well just take it out of the account and just work with the same capital. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm not I, trying to add more risk if I'm good. Yeah, at I'll, I'll do that. I'll size. either either move it to another account or um, withdraw it. That's usually. But, yeah, NFT, man. The NFT, you got a question or comment? What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for hosting the space. Yeah, really just a, just a comment on the day. It was a pretty good day overall. Um I know, uh, and and Fibs, that was awesome on your kind of your overall call. I know you were you were bullish pretty early, and and I'll admit that I 
uh, messed up and that I kind of blindly fall, you know, kind of blindly was long because you were pretty bullish a little early before the last final flush down and I got caught in that. But after that, then I became bearish because it was below the EMAs and I, you know, was bullish below the EMAs. And, um, and then I held my, or sorry, bearish below the EMAs. And then I, uh, I definitely held my short a little too long after it went back above the, the EMAs. However, once I realized my bias had shifted and I shifted long, uh, yeah, it was really nice trading with the trend bullish all day after that and uh, was able to recover my losses. So, um, yeah, just a great day. And uh, thanks for doing these spaces because I love uh, listening to these and learning from these. Yeah, yeah, no awesome, problem. I, I love sharing information. You know, I, I could have all these levels and I can like trade and make money, but it's cool to like share what I see with people in my perspective. Cause you know, like I say this all the time, the market's like truly random. Like even though I have these price levels and targets or, and ways I've found like res the market to respect like what I see, I also just know like anything can change that. So it's really about the risk management and, just like being positive and treating yourself well when you trade. I feel like that's the biggest thing. So I just hope these days just like help you stay balanced, focused. Like you don't have to size up because you make a good trade. Like just keep doing what you're doing. Take your time. Yeah, totally, man. I mean, this, this, you know, the market's not easy. I thought it was easy in 2020. That's when I, that's when I uh, left my job and went full time and I did pretty well that year. And since then it's been uh, more of a struggle, you can say, and yeah, the market's not easy, but um, that's why, I like you said, combining all these different perspectives and edges and then using some very strict and, uh, you know, uh, rules with some, some solid risk management is, uh, is what's needed. Yeah, and it's it's great that you mentioned like, hey, you know, you you were uh, playing it to the downside. You held a little too long, but I mean, uh, once you you recognize that the trend had flipped, you know, it's it's okay to be wrong. But um, like, it's people always say that it's okay to be wrong, just don't stay wrong, you know. So it's, I'm glad you're able to to flip it and, and take advantage of the move up. Yeah, man, appreciate. Yeah, never put yourself. Yeah, never put yourself in the position where you can't make a trade as well. Like a lot of people use their buying power and be like, oh, this is the play. And then by doing that, they don't even have money if something like super easy comes across the screen that they can like, like recognize. So just always just, I would say, like have capital ready. Like that's always a good thing too. For sure. Well, that's all I got. I'll uh, hop down, but appreciate you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for your support. We always see you in here. Thanks. All right, man. It, in, man in the moon. Oh, I saw it cut up. Man in the moon, what's up, bud? If you had a question or comment, let me know. If not, I'll roll to the next speaker. No, absolutely. Uh, thank you for uh, you know the time here tonight. Appreciate it. I uh, just wanted to ask a quick question to Fibs in particular, just as I kind of uh, recognized, you know, yesterday and today he was kind of uh, you know trading his own lane because there's a lot of noise from different you know, speakers who had different opinions. And I noticed that he kind of saw something different from the market. And Fibs, I just wanted to ask you, like, what in particular made you so bullish today when everybody was so bearish and the market was flushing so, you know, so quickly in the uh, first couple of hours? Uh, I kind of want to just kind of pick your brain a little bit on that. Um, yeah, so I think it's just in part like my trading style. So at first, I wasn't trading the open. So I was just wait waiting to see how price reacted. So I was bullish on the open and I, I did have positions that I like took profit on and whatnot at the open. 
but I was watching to see uh, particularly like, okay, we made this move up, like price is going to try to stabilize. Like, what does that look like for me? The first 45 minutes, I like don't want to participate in anything. But after that, there was like a range within the chart. And then with that range, I was able to figure out, okay, how do I want to position myself? What's my risk management? Okay, where do I want to add? And then just like slowly uh, just look at the levels and like what the price action showing me. Because like once we had that dip and we were below the EMAs, I was, I was, I was still bullish, but I was like, okay, like I already scaled some and I see a particular level that we didn't hit like right off the open that I know price would really want to go see. So from there, I was like, okay, I can average in and get those positions. And then once I got the confirmation where on the 10 minute we were above the 200, uh, we broke under and then I just was like, okay, I'm going to go long right here off, off the 400 uh, level. And then we posted those higher lows and then that first level of FIB support. And then I was just like, okay, I can just ride the EMAs pretty much. Uh, but the previous couple of days of action, I also just realized the bulls have been buying the lows. They're not trying to buy the highs and buy these breakouts. So um, I've just been keeping that in mind and positioning uh, where I can take advantage of that. Understood. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man, that's a great question. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. And then, hey, Troy, I guess um, if you have a comment or question, go ahead. I'm not sure if you can hear me. Hey, Troy, uh, if you have a question or comment, go for it. Hey, can you hear me? Uh, yeah, we can okay, hear there you go. Mic's on. All right. Um, it's more of a comment. Um, it's just how this community, uh, I know we all call it spaces or whatever, but, you know, it's just all of you guys together really helped. And today I did nothing uh, as far as listening to you guys or going on to spaces or anything. I just took what I learned in the past few months and, uh, you know, last night I'm a, I'm a bartender. So last night I worked till three in the morning. I was up till two with the kid, didn't go to sleep till six, woke up at noon, saw the pattern, knew it without even having to log in just because fibs, you're the fucking man, by the way. Um, and you're just, you're, you're, you guys are creating a community that is going to be self-sufficient and continues to be self-sufficient. And I appreciate it. Like you guys are great, man. Love it, man. Hey, it's, you know, I mean, that's kind of, um, you know, what we hope. Yeah, I made 40, 40, 40%. <laughs> that's, why we, that's why we hold these. 40% on port today without even listening to one of you guys just on the past two months of, uh, you know, logging in. Yeah, man, that's awesome. That's a great, that's a great, you know, I'm I'm glad that uh, obviously, you know, you guys are, are tuning in and helping people, everybody, everybody on the Spaces crew, man, everybody shares their ideas. And hopefully, you know, like I said, if it's something that can help you in your trading and you can incorporate it and then you find your own trades, it's awesome. It's it's you, man. You get all the credit. It's always you because you you guys are the ones that execute. So if it's, uh, you know, true, true. An idea is shared. It's it's obviously you guys give yourselves a pat on the back. You guys are the ones killing it. Yeah. Also, no no more beasts between the uh, spaces gang. All right. <laughs> let's keep that. Yeah, let's, keep that we... let's keep that civil. Let's <laughs> keep that civil. Keep it together. Keep I know. We... Yeah, we try to. You know, we'll try and 
tone that down or, or shut it down real quick if it happens, <laughs> I'm, man. Just, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> I got I got this mute button. It's like my you know, <laughs> it shuts everything down if it gets too crazy. So it's like I, I know which one you're talking about. It's 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 gotten exactly, heated before. Exactly. You don't even know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. So <laughs> but yeah, no, I appreciate it, man. Great job killing it on your trades. Yeah, I love th- it. Love thank you guys. It. I'll be here uh tomorrow, next month, next year. Awesome. Yeah. Well, like I said, we'll keep hosting these, you know, like the educational ones are great. We kind of just, you know, talk it out. Um, you know, you could share with us like what, what's you struggle with, what's working for you, you know, whatever. Well, so we'll, we'll talk through yeah, it. Yeah. Appreciate today, it. Today was a success and, uh, you know, you got a chart and journal your trades and my wife really doesn't understand or care to understand. So kind of just, you know, letting it out here. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I said, we're here for you. <laughs> we'll talk with you. We'll, we love hearing that. This is the success and the failures, man. We'll, we'll go through All right. it. Of course. Thanks, man. Hey, KT, you mind if I ask one more follow-up question? Yeah, go for it. I just wanted to quickly ask about um, what kind of indic- what kind of confirmation do you look for that that tells you, okay, like this is definitely a reversal since we're trying to, you know, counter-churn shit here with some of these, uh, you know, moves that we've seen in the past couple of days. Uh, for me, like I, I kind of look for, um, you know, I have my, my price levels I have set, um, either, you know, like previous day, previous, previous day, low, previous day highs, et cetera. Um, I'll set my levels and what I'll look for is, um, I'll look for a swing, high swing lows to form. So like, depending on the direction I'm trying to trade, if I see a swing low forming and it, and it starts to, um, uh, or what I think is a potential swing low, if, if it, if it if the price fails to move lower than that, I'll look on a, on a larger time frame, either the fifteen or I'll go as far as the thirty minute. Um, if it cannot break underneath that swing low, and I start to see lower highs forming, that that's when I'll start considering, um, you know, potentially the bottom uh, or this the the downtrend is potentially done, and it, it's looking for a potential reversal up either you know towards the level that it previously broke down from. So then my targets would essentially be. You know where was the previous high? It just came down from uh, previous swing high, and then I w- that would be my target if it couldn't break a swing low. So that's kind of what I look for for my confirmation. And if it if it lines up um, with the you know with the with the price level or or a zone that I might have marked on my chart, uh, especially that gives me more confluence on you know uh, if it's potentially uh, reversing. You know, like because today was a great example, right? Like you know on one on a daily, I have a I have a trend line where spy. Uh, broke out of right and we got that gap up this morning um when it when it came down and 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 did that big fade in the morning and and everybody was like okay we're gonna have a bear day today after that gap up um when i look on the daily it you know i think me and fizz talked about earlier uh it literally wicked to that trend line and it could not break back underneath um so that was kind of like the first tell like okay it looks like this this it just finally broke up this above this trend line on the daily and it's already holding you know so like on the 15 minute chart if you look at it on spy for example um you'll see that you start to see the lower uh or the higher lows forming and it's starting to wick off that same uh, daily uh trend line so that's kind of where you know like i was kind of looking okay we had a gap up it retested this this trend line uh now that it's above it but it's retesting it to the downside and it held so then I was thinking, okay, well, the next target is it's going to try either go towards the open again 
and then break above. And, and that's kind of like what the trend for the rest of the day, it looks like that was the target it had in mind was to see if it could retest the, the open. And then once it got and reclaimed the open, then high of day test was next. But yeah, that's how I look for my confirmation. So like, you know, obviously you invert it if you're looking at uh, fading a, a, a up, uptrend and look for one to swing high to form. And then same, same principle, you know, if it's coming up, if it happens to be forming around a resistance, um, then that's what I'll look for. You know, uh, I'll look on a larger time frame and see if I get a confirmation, if it cannot break above, you know, a previous high or like if it's a equal highs um, and it fails to form a higher high above that on a larger time frame, then I'll see if it, if I could play it towards any kind of downside retracement. But yeah, that's that's how I, I, I treat it personally. But uh, Mr. Fibs, yeah, he, he uses obviously Fibonacci. I, I use Fibs as well, but he has, you know, some some great levels he uses. Yeah, for me, uh, for me, like the main thing when I'm looking for reversals is I'm trying to find like levels where there's liquidity. So um, I, I particularly am looking for like volume and I do volume by price uh, as well as volume by time. But uh, I want to see particularly the key levels like line up. And then I also want to see higher lows on momentum or lower highs on momentum, uh, essentially. So looking for divergence. Uh, while prices uh, coming to a specific area, um, generally I don't try to like if it, say we're in a down move on like a longer time frame. I'm not gonna just try to take the reversal uh, without looking for a particular order where there was like the last down candle before up move. Like, uh, and that's what I did uh, a couple of days ago when I uh, caught the beginning of this move. Uh, I was looking for the last. It was on Wednesday, that low we made. Um, similarly, I was looking at the 30-minute, and I saw around uh, 39.77 on US 500. Uh, the buyers were pretty much like stacking that area on the volume profile. So uh, I was looking for bullish divergence, and then when we were actually selling that day, I was just like, okay, this is an easy buy. And then we rallied up and then broke those highs, pierced those highs just now. Um, but yeah, that four hour roll reversal, I think uh, that uh, what Dodge was talking about, just getting in on a move where uh, you see there's a clear like short term, like time frame move, but you know that on the longer time frame, it actually wants to go the other way. And the momentum's already uh, decided to do that. So that's that's what I'd say about playing reversals. Yeah, so it, it, it really is, you know, I guess the most important um, thing about the uh, the reversals is, is you know, depending on what time frame you're trading, um, I would always, you know, go to a higher time frame level because, you know, what you may see on a shorter time frame, what may look like a reversal um, may not quite be in yet. Um, so, you know, that's one way to kind of avoid, you know, getting in too early thinking uh, it's starting to reverse. Um, just, you know, take to go out. The thirty minute go out an hour, you know, four hours. Um, just see what the uh, what the big picture is kind of looking like before you you know you consider um, trying to fade a trend. Uh, you know, potentially thinking it's the top or the bottom. That'll help you from you know obviously uh, entering a position too early. You know, against the trend and you find yourself on the wrong side. Um, yeah, because that's what Caleb talks about too. You remember like buying into the zone. Like you don't you don't have to get it immediately on the reversal. You can scale impartial, and then if you exactly. get like a further move down, like 
and you're still looking for the reversal, then you can add there. So I wouldn't necessarily think about it as just like, oh, I'm going to take one trade and I'm just going to completely catch this thing. Yeah, you could, I mean, depending on how your strategy is, you know, obviously um, you could scale, you know, if you, if you, if you're anticipating a rejection, you got your confirmations you're looking for, you could scale in and then obviously set your, your levels um, that you're, you, you know, make sure you have an exit plan. If it, if it still continues to go against you, you know, you don't want to take, like keep averaging down on a loser. You know what I mean? You would definitely want to avoid that. But if, if it's, if it still falls within the levels you have set, um, you, you don't have to take your full position right away. You could just take, take a starter and then scale in until it gets to, to where you're looking at um, and then play it back down. So. Okay. Okay. So that's, that brings up another question too, when you say about scaling in, because for example, like today, I, I'm not gonna lie. I was in calls early, but uh, I was in zero days. So I kind of got cooked on that that 400 retest uh kind of just took losses there and just kind of sat the rest of the day out took the l but um what kind of contracts are you guys trading like in terms of expiration date to kind of manage that risk and you know manage that drawdown you know what i mean um i don't i only play end of the week expiries that's what i do yeah, I mean, I, I'll trade zero days, but um, as, as it gets closer to the end of the week, um, I'll I'll look for, you know, like if it's Thursday, I'll I'll play Fridays or maybe I'll consider, you know, uh, looking at Monday contracts for SPY or QQQ. I, I primarily trade SPY or SPX, but um, yeah, SPX, you can't do it. I mean, you can, but they're expensive. <laughs> so like if, if it's towards the end of the week, I'll switch to doing SPY because the, the, the contracts get kind of expensive for SBX. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll do zero DTE, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, as far as drawdowns, um, obviously just make sure, you know, you stick to your, uh, your risk management. You know, if you have a, a percentage stop or you have a price level stop, you know, make sure you stick to it. Um, you know, that's kind of the, you know, as long as you do your TA, um, you know what levels you're looking for, your targets, and, and where your stops are. Uh, that's kind of the best way to approach it. You know that way you help minimize your losses. Well, yeah, man. Thank you so much. Those are some great questions. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate it. Hey, man. Yeah, thanks for your support. And tuning in. And yeah, I think um, if anybody else has any other questions. Um, or comments, I guess, with you know how today went. Oh, there's man in the moon. See if I can get him in again. All right, man in the moon. Oh, there you go. Hey, finally get you in here. Hello, my speaker on. Uh, yeah, I can. We can hear you. Okay, man. Uh, I'm I'm relatively new at trading, and it's hard for me to. I got a nine to five. Well, more like a twelve to twelve. 12 hour days and it's hard for me to stare at a screen all day i'm i'm mostly using a mobile app is there any tips or tricks that i can do to help me out with this until i can get better and ditch the nine to five yeah i i unfortunately i don't trade on mobile so i wouldn't have any like quick tips or anything um I, i'm primarily on the desktop uh when i'm trading myself so um yeah, I mean, if I do have to trade mobile, um, I, you know, obviously, if you don't have the ability to like constantly manage your position, um, I would look for, you know, contracts that are further out expirations. 
Um, I don't know what where you're trading now, but like, you know, just look for for um, you know, stuff a couple weeks out. That way, you know, if you if you try to trade uh zero days or weeklies, you know, some of the, the price movements, um uh, you know, it can it can it can move pretty quickly on you. So just gotta be careful if you can't manage it, you know, with your with your day job. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Yeah, definitely buy buy yourself time. That's kind of the most important thing. If you if you can't watch it, uh, you know, give yourself like a two weeks out. I know Drip always mentions, you know, that's what he likes to do. Seven seven plus days is what he looks at. So um so two weeks or one week out contracts, two weeks out. Um, you know, that way if the price moves, you know, uh intraday, your your contracts, um, they're not getting as affected on those smaller moves as you would if you were in a zero day or something or you could blink and you're down like, you know, a large percentage. Well, yeah. Thank you guys so much, man. There's some great questions in here and some comments, but yeah, if there's anything else you want to kind of touch on, or I think, um, you might want to wrap it up. Uh, no, I think I'm straight. I'm having a good night. I'm chilling. Probably going to finish this beer. Uh, maybe, Finished. Well, I already did the watch list, so yeah, I'm honestly chilling. I don't really yeah, have much no. to do. Guess I'm gonna I, wake I up for PCE you. in the morning. Yeah, PCE. Then, yeah. Yep. I know. I know. Um. Uh. I don't know. Like people, what, what the major other other than Intel? I'd have to look on the the uh, the earning whisper to see who else reported or who's anticipating um, reporting tomorrow. But I know some. We have some big earnings coming out next week to kind of keep an eye on. Um. I think Apple is supposed to be one of them next week. Um. I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, Apple is next week. Yeah, Apple is the earnings calendar. Um, yeah, Apple's the second uh, aftermarket uh, on the second of February. So yeah, so we got some some big yeah. names uh, reporting next week. So um, yeah, I was actually look, watching for a possible Apple run up um, starting, like with this move starting. Um, yeah, but we're also in supply. So yeah, I'm seeing if Apple if Apple catches a bid, I might get. In interested hey jordan i love that man he's 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 you know like he's been doing i think he did some apple trades um this week if i'm not mistaken no yeah i think i i texted well he took one he took one oh he's one. Yeah. i don't know he's, if he i don't think he held it though i, uh, I never I actually he was saying that. he's he swung some apple puts when we had that big that big flush day yeah no but i don't yeah. know if he yeah i'm not sure if he uh if he's trading Apple or if he kept, I remember position. he was, yeah, he was doing Apple or whatever a couple of times, but yeah, I think uh, took, I, I told him to take calls today, but then oh, nice, we had nice. the dip. It was like right before we had the dip. And then um, I was like, Oh, this, like, we just have to come back above this level. And it was holding the, what was it? I can look at it right now. I had Apple all mapped out. I was like, damn, bro, you should have held those calls. Um, it was Apple. Oh uh, yeah, it it dipped to one forty one point nine. Yeah, yeah. So I had the two three six at uh, one forty two thirty two, and then the the next fib underneath at one forty one seventy nine, and then it came down underneath. Oh yeah, I like, see. That oh, it just has to hold down. here and then get back over forty three, and then you're good. But um, I I like DM'd him about it, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice. But yeah, I think um, yeah, I think we got one more request, and I think I might be it for the night. Um, let's take this uh, newest user. 
any newest user. I think we'll uh, probably wrap it up after this one. Hey, newest user, you have a question or comment? Can you guys uh, hear me now? Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Go for it. Appreciate you guys opening up the space for our listeners to ask questions too. Um, so I've kind of I've been following you guys. A lot of the same traders. You guys kind of end up in the same spaces. Um, I jump in on a lot of the alerts and I uh, do my own charting, my own risk management. I was just wondering if you guys uh, had any advice of. I don't jump in trades heavy until I get an indication from one of the traders that I follow on Twitter. I was wondering if you guys had any advice or any kind of a anything to say about me jumping in my own trade heavy i jump in my own day trades very light positions but i'm real skeptical of jumping in my own trade real heavy until i get essentially confirmation from one of these twitter traders Uh, i would say just work on like managing your risk and sizing if you do that then you can feel more confident and then just like build up your confidence. So like once you start slowly hitting plays back to back to back, then you can size up. I feel like a lot of people, what they do is um, they're comfortable with risking more money and the ability uh, and the fact that they can possibly make more like, Hey, if I put in, you know, uh, 300% more than like what I actually should size that I'm going to get 300% more on like these crazy returns. But like in reality, you're like, like trading is about being in the game and ha being focused and having your mental be like on top, uh, tip top shape. And if you're like not paying full attention and fully confident, that's when you start seeing those errors. So I would say just like work on the sizing and uh, like your risk management for your portfolio. And then uh, you can be more confident in what you want to do with your money. Cause um, I, I would say you should be able to take trades without, having someone else uh, alert them and be comfortable being like, okay, this is my levels. This is where I want to um, have my stop loss. And uh, this is my, you know, take profit and just work from there and then slowly build up your, your own momentum. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. That's, you know, obviously, you know, it's, it's great to get that confirmation from like, let's say a trader, uh, you know, a seasoned experienced trader. I mean, you can't even say it cause it's, you know, people are just on, on Twitter, um, <clears throat> you know, like somebody you, you follow or whatever. Um, but until you start finding, uh, those trades on your own, that's kind of where you, you truly build that confidence to, um, you know, to start scaling. Cause if, if you, if you put your trading plan together and you, you watch it, um, execute and you execute on it, how you expected it to go. Um, and you're, you know, profitable or, or even if you, you, it didn't work out in your favor, but you, you had a, uh, uh, you stuck to your stop loss or your, your cut and you, you took a smaller loss than you would have normally, um, you know, that's kind of what, what will build your confidence for, you know, sizing eventually, you know, when you're ready for it, cause, cause you'll know, just keep, keep consistent sizing and let it compound. Um, then, you know, at that point, then that's when you would consider, you know, if you want to size up, just do it incrementally. You don't have to like double your position right away. You know, just you, you had a good week, um, you know, slowly build it up. Right. Yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate uh, all the spaces. Appreciate, uh, appreciate all the free education. Thank you, guys. Yeah. No, like I said, appreciate it. you guys for tuning in, supporting us. Like, you know, uh, we'll definitely keep uh, sharing these. You know, we like to take time because we, we go through it, too. Like we have our 
uh, days where we have bad days and, and things don't go our way, you know, our, our plans, maybe we'll, we didn't stick to our plan a certain day. So it happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, consistency is, is the most important thing. Try to minimize um, those days where you go against your trading rules. Um, and hopefully, you know, um, if you do just journal it, recap it, um, and hopefully you learn from it. But yeah, I think uh, Fibs, we're pretty good, man. I think we're going to wrap it up. Oh, drip just hopped on. So let's see what's up to drip. <laughs> I know he's he's in California time, so he's he might be on his oh, way yeah, to dinner. He's getting used to the early mornings. Yeah, yeah. It took me well, a second well, he, coming back from New York. He, what's up, drip? I'm just down here getting getting my drink up. That's what I was. I was just telling him. I was like, he's probably getting ready for dinner. Some happy hour time right now. Yeah, I came down to San Fran, and I'm, I'm enjoying an old-fashioned on the water and some some crab cocktail. And your 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 hair in the wind yeah, or what? My hair is on point. You know that. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> what are you guys doing? Sorry, I'm late. Oh no no! We're actually just wrapping it up. We were uh, we were talking about trading counter trends, do, do's and downs earlier. Just you know, uh, with the with the how the trend flipped today. If people you know obviously, um, if people remain uh, bearish uh, going into the rest of the day after that big flush, and then you know watch the the trend just flip bullish the rest of the day. We're just you know kind of telling us what what to look for in those situations and and how to avoid getting caught in that trap and that bias. So yeah, and you got to look where it came down at too. Where, where it went down to, you know, I mean, we were right on that 400 level, that psychological level. And so it didn't, it, to me, it didn't look like they wanted to give it back. Um, I know I had called puts at 401.57 and that was, that was that doji right before that flush. And from there, it just went up the rest of the day. Um, I did grab uh, expiration tomorrow. I grabbed uh, 400 puts. Yeah, no, it was a it was a pretty impressive run up, man. I was like, oh, I, mean, I, I was watching it on ES, and I was, I had a level marked on a weekly, yeah. and I was like, I'm thinking, okay, I don't know if we'll hit it today. And shoot, man, I I, I literally kind of wasn't wasn't uh, watching the market towards the last hour. Mm -hmm. I was I was pretty much I was done early, and then I pulled up my chart, you know, like the last you know 15 20 minutes. I'm like, what in the world? It's a it, it, it broke above 4063 and i think it closed at 40 or 4077 was a high day yeah i bought yes uh, i bought right on that last candle for the day the 1355 candle is where i bought those puts um i bought it at the high so i went yeah. in to close are you good oh yeah no i just was gonna say did you did you anticipate i guess were you thinking of the the pce tomorrow too or no, no? i just did you have any fact that didn't factor what in? i what i was looking at was all of the wick that we had today, right? Um, oh, towards the towards the top. Well, yeah. really, man. Throughout the day, you know, we had a lot of we had a lot of wicks. I mean, we had those impulse candles back early in the morning, uh, around eleven o'clock. But after that, it just felt like every. I mean, every candle had wicks, and um, being that, you know, I think we'll see a pullback to four hundred. If not, you know, it only cost me I think forty five bucks. Um, yeah, but. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I got I got no bias. I was just um, you know we had a pretty good pretty good run up today. Both sides could have played. Yeah. No. Absolutely. I think I think I I did three three trades. I think 
three of them were puts, and I had one call play like towards the uh, maybe like thirty minutes after open. I caught the bump. The, the there was like a dip. Yeah. There's a dip to the twenty one EMA I played, and it bounced right off of it and shot up. And then I think right after I sold though, it's like it dumped. <laughs> that's when it. That's when it did that four hundred test on on uh, on spy, and I you know like. Because I had, I was already essentially done for the day. I didn't, I didn't catch the whole, you know, the move up. I was telling Mr. Fitz, I was like, I didn't, I didn't play the rest of the day essentially because I had just made, you know, I did, I was successful on the trades where I, where I, I caught the puts and then I caught the calls right after. So yeah, and and you know what? If you'd have grabbed a zero DTE at the bottom, right? Oh my gosh. Um, well, no, I don't think you would have been as well off as you you think you you know would be from the bottom up. That's where that's where I like to play like three four day expirations. If you're looking, if you say like Fibs, I had seen somebody um, was talking about how they got smoked on a zero DTE. If you're looking to ride it longer than a certain period of time, and you already know there's going to be volatility, grab a few days. You know what I mean? You're still going to make profit, um, but a four day contract. I guarantee you, if you were on a four day. You'd have turned out pretty good uh, from that bottom there. Yeah, that's great advice, man. Because I know somebody else asked, like, hey, you know, what are some suggestions if if it's something like, you know, because of my, my day job, I can't, like, sit there and manage it all day. I was like, the best thing you could do is just buy yourself time. You yeah. Know? And, like, that way, the, the, the intraday moves, you know, they're not always going to get you yeah. out, out right away. And not only that, right? Buy yourself time, and if and if you're if you're trading and you don't have the opportunity or the ability to be on the screen, then um, definitely don't be doing zero DTs. Give yourself that four days, and then set your stop. So, for example, um, they do stop. You know, you see them hunting stop losses, right? Ten percent, and then they'll they'll you know trigger the twenty percent stops. So, what I like to do is I'll set my stop to twenty five. Um, if I have to be away from the screen, that way I know in the event it did go down that far, there's a really good chance that I'm, I'm just, I, I picked the wrong direction on the play, right? And then, right, right. then I definitely need to make sure that I'm setting my profit targets. Uh, the last thing you want is to be away. And, and if you're away and you don't have the opportunity to trade, then you shouldn't be saying, oh, I could have got more. Set your, set your targets at 20% for the first one, maybe 30 for the second one. You know, you're going to get it at SPY. If, if you had a move like this here, um, and I'm only, I'm talking off the 400, right? So let's, let's look at that first big green candle there at 1125. Before you got to, let's see, 402.35, you'd have been done. You'd have been out. You'd have came back to money on a four-day contract, Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I've, I've done that too. Where you know, you, I mean, I, I used to do it, and I would be like, "Well, am I like uh, limiting my upside?" But at the same time, I'm like, "No, I'm not really limiting my upside. If I set limits, you know, no. targets above to, to get, get yourself out, I'm like, I'm guaranteeing. That's yeah, right. I'm guaranteeing at least at least twenty percent yep. or twenty five percent, whatever you set on the upside. So, um, I, I, I've even done that with OCO orders. You ever use OCO orders? What's that? The the, uh, the it's like the bracket orders where you have the you know the stop loss and then the the uh, the stop limit I, on on TOS they just they call it bracket or OCO order one cancels the other so whichever one hits first essentially oh yeah 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 I think that's similar with Weeble um, yeah they probably I, yeah. I think I seen on Weeble like you're take they call it take profit or yeah. 
or uh, stop loss, right? Yeah, so it's essentially like a bracket order. So, but yeah, man, no, it's uh, how are you enjoying California? It's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, how's the weather up there? It's a little it was cool. nice today. I think I want to say seventy. Somebody quote me if I'm wrong, but oh, um, but uh, yeah, it was it was nice. You know, the the today for the little account, there were a couple contracts that I had fifty percent on, but um, when I sold the first one, I let the second one ride too long. Um, there was one or two plays that I did that, and I was at the top, and I should have took the profit, but I didn't. And then I ended up either with a break even or you know, taking a small loss. Um, yeah, with slippage, right? Yeah, because yeah, depending on, because I've experienced that with you know, like if if you trade at SPX, um, you the the spreads are like maybe like they could be like ten or twenty bucks, but you get a bad fill. It's like even if you set it above your, you know, like let's say I put a ten dollars over my my break even. It'll still potentially like depending on how fast the move is, I'll still get filled underneath my break even, and I take a small loss. It's like yeah. frustrating in a sense, you know. That's how stop losses work. But I mean, there are times where I, I go, I'd rather take that ten twenty than a hundred dollar loss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually per contract. So that's like so I grabbed a. It was a nine dollar contract <laughs> um, on my on the baby account. Um, so nine cents, right? And the 1035 candle, I made 60% on that <laughs> so, to the downside. Wow. Yeah. I mean, not crazy, right? But um, yeah, it was, it was Still, kind of, yeah, you know, it was a little lotto. That's how fast it moves, man. That's how fast it moves. I love yeah. it. So, but yeah, there's opportunity on both sides. It was a nice day. I don't like to see so much wick action, but I get it. Yeah, you know, I think both sides, regardless of direction, are. It was timid. a battle. Yeah, know? I think they're timid. You know, is it really one? Well, to do I think this? I think I think too because you know, like obviously, there's there's data being released in the morning free market. You know what I mean? So it's. And like, I hope it sucks. I kind of I kind of understand. <laughs> yeah, because you're on puts, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. But yeah, no, man. Thank you so much for hopping on. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, I'm glad you were. Uh, you know, obviously. Having a good time out here. How long you got? Oh, I'm coming. I'm going home tomorrow. Oh, you're going home tomorrow? Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. You guys getting out of here? <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, we're about to wrap it up, dude. So, but yeah, I appreciate yeah, you swinging yeah. by, Drip. Oh, Drip, actually. Uh, Drip, if you wanted to play for the small account, uh, check out Ford. Ford is good for the small account. I like Ford. But my only problem is that yeah. uh, the liquidity isn't always there. I've gotten trapped in them a few times. Oh, trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, no, look at that daily chart. The yeah. inverse head and shoulders. I looked, at it, I looked at it earlier when you had called it out. Um, I think you were yeah. talking to Jordan about it. I looked at it. but Yeah, I like I like Spy. I'm going to play Spy until this little account gets to 2,500. I'm going to go back to Apple. No, whenever I no facts. Yeah, Apple's been moving good too. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Drip, next next week Apple earnings, man. You don't wanna play that run up. Uh, hey, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what the market brings, right? Everything's so. a crapshoot, man. You could be like, Oh yeah, it's gonna go down and then it, it goes up, or oh it's gonna go up and it you know, it'll it'll open up at five bucks. Just just look at Microsoft, right? Yep. You you see the uh, the roller coaster that was, you know, from from the earnings release to the guidance call to then how you know how it opened up the next day. But so. there's there's absolutely no skill in, exactly. in in taking a lotto overnight in the current market. None. It's just a crapshoot. 
That's all it is. Because it was Scott, it was Scotty and Tony we find. Yeah, definitely. You know, that's why we, we know, you know, we talked about that, I think, uh, earlier today. We're like, yeah, no, you know, if, if it's only money um, you could throw away or play money, whatever Jordan mentions, it's like, you know, it, you got to expect zero. You know what I mean? At that point, yeah. any any win is just a bonus. So, Cool, guys. Love you. Yeah, man. No, thank you so much, man. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, Mr. Fizz, I think we're, we're going to call it, dude. Thanks to you. Thanks, everybody, for tuning into the spaces tonight. Yeah, for sure. Um, Have a good night, everyone. Yeah, everybody has some great questions. I appreciate it. Uh, we'll see you guys in the morning. Talk to you soon. Bye.